It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. It's good to be with you once again here for the St. Mary Healthline on WBCB, joined by Dr. Lisa Nocera, and we're going to talk about chronic pain and what you can do to help yourself and what they can do to help you here at St. Mary Medical Center. Good morning, Dr. Nocera. How are you today? Good morning. Thank you for having me here. Well, great to be with you, and uh, tell us a little bit about your history. What has brought you here to St. Mary Medical Center? Where did you study? That type of that type of background, mm -hmm. dirt. Okay. <laughs> okay, my background is in anesthesiology with a subspecialty in pain management. And I originally uh, studied in at the University of Buffalo where mm -hmm. it was just too darn cold, so I left there. Um, did a fellowship training in uh, pain management after my anesthesiology training. And for the past 24 years or so, I've been seeing patients of uh, different types for both chronic and what we call acute pain issues. Um, I've been at St. Mary's for about eight years now, and mm. it's uh, just a great place to be in Bucks County. I moved up here and um, met a lot of great people and uh, treat a lot of friends and neighbors and uh, people who have chronic pain issues. Where, where is this chronic pain coming from? All, all different parts of the body? Um, we do see uh, mainly low back pain, neck pain, but pain can emanate from any part of the body, whether it's nerve pain, muscle pain. Uh, bone or joint pain. Pain can come from lots of different places. Talk to, talking here, Dr. Nacero with us. Give us an idea, if you could, how many people this affects. I mean, uh, how common is chronic pain? Well, pain is actually the, uh, the primary thing that brings patients to a doctor, mm -hmm. and numbers vary, but there are literally millions of people who have some type of chronic pain. Chronic pain being a uh, technically a definition of pain that's lasting over three months in duration. Um, it could be for years we see people who've had pain for 20 years. I saw mm. someone today or it could just be after a surgery that's, you know, lasted for a couple of months but continues to be there despite multiple treatments. How do you diagnose pain? I guess just the patient tells you they feel pain. Are there ways you can measure pain? They, I, I, you go to the doctor, and one of the questions that I think many listeners are familiar with, how much does it hurt on a scale from 1 to 10? Oh, the old, yeah, the pain scale. Well, that's scale. pretty subjective. <laughs> um, unfortunately, pain is a subjective uh, issue, and the only way for uh, a patient to um, describe the pain is by verbally telling us what type of pain they have. Uh, the descriptor is really important if the patient can be as specific as possible in terms of describing how the pain feels, um, their severity. But as, as you said, there's no objective painometer that we've come up with, unfortunately. We can't draw blood and tell you you've got this level of pain. So um, besides some physical findings on examination, I need to base my uh, treatment plan on what the patient is telling me. Are there certain scans where you can see inside the body and see inflammation? I, I think of things I see on TV where someone shows a back injury and there's a red wave emanating mm. from the person's lower back. Right. Well, I wish that were all I, true. I, I've <laughs> never seen that in real life, but right. I, I, I've seen it on TV. And I, I guess y you do see where like 
sometimes it, there's like a red red area where it's pain and Maybe that's just, is that just TV stuff? I think that's just TV stuff, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are different types of scans that can be used, such as MRI scans or CAT scans that can show us a certain degree of, of inflammation. Um, there are different types of testing that can be done, but the ultimate uh, labeling of a type of pain is what the patient is telling us. So I've, I've seen scans that look quite horrendous and the patient doesn't even have any pain, or on the flip side, quite innocuous scans that the patient is having severe, severe pain. So it's very difficult. How grateful are patients to meet you, Dr. Nasera, somebody who is going to take, is going to listen to them, right? Well, I, I think that that's one of the issues in, in the healthcare world, right, where you're dealing with other medical professionals. Their expertise is not in pain management, is not in dealing with chronic pain. You know you have this chronic pain all the time. And no one will listen to you. Mm -hmm. And I would think you're probably one of the last people that some of those patients see. And they say, wow, finally somebody is going to help me with this. I, I think that's a great way of saying things. I, I usually describe my office as the last door on the right. When patients have already been through their primary care physician or an orthopedic doctor or neurologist where pain is kind of swept to the side because there are maybe so many other medical issues or the doctor doesn't have time for it or they just don't want to really hear about it and patients love to have an ear of someone who that's that's what I'm there for to, to listen to them well it becomes an I think an uh, I don't know a, a weird kind of thing because you're reporting pain and sometimes the doctors don't know what to do about it and they I, they I don't know are, are sometimes they don't necessarily think someone is in as much pain as they report and so I, I don't know I just I would imagine a lot of patients are grateful to to have somebody who's going to help them with something that, as you said, this is pain that's been going on for more than three months. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so that's the minimum. I mean, probably exactly. for many people, it's years. It, many, many years for some people. Yeah. And, and and if the patient can be as specific as possible as to how this pain is interrupting or interfering with their daily lifestyle, that gives me even a better indication of how much pain they're having and, and what type of effect it's having on their lives. So tell us some of the things <coughs> that you've heard from patients about how they, I, I would imagine maybe they can't go upstairs or they can't go to the grocery store or right. do just regular to get in and out of the car. Well, it, it's kind of funny you should say that because there are a wide variety of patients that I do see that some can't even get out of bed to go to the bathroom mm. and walk a few steps, but some patients come in and they can't play 18 holes of golf. Mm. So everyone's kind of goals are different um, in terms of how limited they are with their pain and, and what types of uh, activities they want to accomplish, whether it be just walking to the bathroom or going shopping, you know, around Walmart and or playing those 18 holes of golf. So everyone's got a different goal in mind, and that's part of my job to get to know that patient and determine what their goals are so we can try and meet that goal. Uh, how much better are we today at managing pain than we were 30 years ago? Well, Mu we much better <laughs> or uh, across the medical, you know, maybe, not, maybe we're not doing such a good job? Well, I think we've made some advances in some areas, but uh, haven't gone very far hmm. in, in other areas. So... I, think, I almost think that goes back to my point that, that sometimes pain is like the last thing that the doctor is wants to make you well, but doesn't, I don't know, isn't necessarily looking at your pain as, 
as the biggest issue for your health? Well, it's, it's true if a primary care doctor only has 15 minutes to spend with you mm. and, and, you know, your blood sugars are out of control and your blood pressure is high and you've got a lot of other things going on, un unfortunately, the pain gets pushed to the side and, and they don't have time to, to talk about it and deal with it. So you mentioned right. back pain, mm -hmm. the most common form of chronic pain. Mm -hmm. Is that an overuse issue or a, a variety of things that could lead to that? Yeah, it's a variety of things. It depends on the patient's age, uh, background. Um, the patient may be a very active person and had some type of sports-related injury that caused the problem. Um, they could be an older patient who has a lot of arthritis in their spine causing back pain. So it's kind of my job to determine how the injury occurred, whether this is a chronic thing, whether it just happened, um, the mechanism of injury, and uh, how, how I can help them by figuring out what's going on. Should people of a certain age expect chronic pain? I mean, it, it, part of the aging process is your, your body breaks down, mm -hmm. and that's a, a, a difficult process. Depressing. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it, chronic pain, are there things that you can do for older people as well? There are things, um, and like you said, unfortunately, some degenerative changes are part of the aging process. Mm. But like I mentioned before, some uh, sometimes I look at a scan that looks very bad with a lot of arthritis, and the patient's just scurrying around, and they're 90 years old. We're mm. seeing more and more 90-year-olds coming in, which is which is wonderful. Um, but unfortunately, they <laughs> it's like a car that needs to be repaired after a certain number of miles. They do need some some tune-ups and. Um, Unfortunately, some of these changes do come with age, and there there are some things that we can do to help them. But just trying for them uh, for them to stay active is really a big part of trying to stay well. But I, I would imagine that you see patients that are infants all the way to the very elderly, right? A anyone can experience chronic pain. This this is true. It again depends on the injury. I've seen um, quite a few high school uh, kids who've had sports related injuries mm. and um, develop some chronic pain from that and goes all the way through different levels of maturity up to, like I said, ni 95 years old, who uh, would love to be 50 again. <laughs> and, and we and do the best we can. <laughs> get to try to make them feel 50 again. Right, right. Uh, so when do you consult a pain management doctor or a pain management center? You said chronic pain, <coughs> by definition, is pain that you've had for more than three months. But right. Uh, many people will grin and bear it for a lot longer than that. Yep. When, when would you say it's time to get a, a pain management expert mm -hmm. into the process? Well, I think anyone who has some type of uh, injury, whether it's an acute injury or something that's just been bugging them for a while, should start with their primary care physician um, just to make sure that, that it's nothing um, metabolic or that there's some other issue that can be taken care of first. They And that point they made order some testing, they may uh, refer them to a specialist for what they think is going on, but there, there is that point where they've tried several different more routine things that, that, ha that work for a lot of people where you say, you know what, I think I need some extra assistance and an evaluation from a pain management provider may be helpful. It's like if you're in pain, you just have to keep going through the process, right? I mean, you have to see the next doctor, whoever they're going to refer you to, mm -hmm. so that at, at some point you end up but sometimes it can be a, a bit of a lengthy process. But for anybody out there listening right now who is in pain, it, it, you know, you're, you don't have to suffer necessarily. Right. There's and that, things that can be done. That's what's the frustrating part of my job, that 
people come in after five years of having pain, and I mm. just say, oh, my God, you've been suffering for that long. Why didn't you come sooner? And they, they have a variety of reasons, though, that they're afraid somebody might stick them with something or order some test or, um, you know, just not do the right thing. So uh, they don't just don't go to a doctor. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great subject. When we come back, we're going to talk about what people are concerned about and if people think uh, they're just going to prescribe me drugs or something like that and some of the other things that you guys can do to help people with chronic pain. We're talking with Dr. Lisa Nocera here. It's the St. Mary Healthline on WBCB, Living with Chronic Pain. There are things that can be done, things that you can do to help yourself, things that a doctor like Dr. Lisa Nocera can do for you at the St. Mary Pain Management Center. We'll be right back with more of the St. Mary Healthline here on WBCB. Imagine stopping deadly heart attacks and strokes with a tiny patch the size of a coin. Imagine replacing and repairing faulty heart valves through a two-inch incision. Imagine correcting irregular heartbeats with radio frequency energy. St. Mary Medical Center heart specialists solve the most complex cases with advances never before imagined. For a physician referral, call 215-710-5888. St. Mary Medical Center. It's your health. Expect more. Fire Financial Services can help you experience financial security through informed decision-making. The advisors at Buyer help businesses and individuals with their retirement, estate planning needs, and employee benefits. Buyer, business, individual, retirement, estate. Call 1-800-838-BIRE or 610-825-4066 to talk to a buyer representative so you can sleep well at night. Securities offered through Parkland Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, branch office 4066, Butler Pike, Plymouth Meeting, Pennsylvania, 19462. Buyer Financial Services is not affiliated with Parkland Securities, LLC. The attorneys at Gage Fiore provide top quality legal counsel and follow three guiding principles. First, they listen to your needs. Then, they are upfront about whether they can help, and if so, they fight hard for your rights. No exaggerated claims, no baseless offers. They simply fight for you and the best possible legal outcome. Visit GageFiori.com for more information. That's GageFiori.com. Gage Fiori, attorneys that fight for you. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. Uh, the St. Mary Healthline here on WBCB as we talk with Dr. Lisa Nocera from the St. Mary Pain Management Center. So we were talking about do people expect to be prescribed drugs and that type of thing. Before we even get to that, how does chronic pain affect someone's life? I mean, uh, you, you, can't enjoy, you can't enjoy anything if you have pain all day. Right, right. That's a, that's a good question. Um, because like I said before, different uh, people have pain in their lives that affects them differently. So mm -hmm. some people just want to be able to, to go out grocery shopping. Some people have greater goals to, to go to work every day. So chronic pain can affect everyday activities such as their work. It can affect um, their social activities that they don't go out to dinner anymore because they don't know that they can sit for that long. They won't mm. go to a movie. Right. Um, family relationships are significantly affected um, because if the husband doesn't want to go out, the wife won't go out either. And, um, well, you know, I, it's so per pervasive. It affects so many different levels. I just cannot be a pleasant person if I am in yep. pain. I am. J I, I can't have any good right. human interactions. Well, and that's what, that's what like. I hear, right, that the patient knows that they're irritable, but that's it's how the pain affects them. So it can make such a change on all their relationships if we can just help the pain and help the patient feel better. Okay, so people expect 
maybe a prescription to be part of uh, a pain management interaction mm-hmm. and uh, what types of medicines are available? Uh, what do you hear patients asking you about the different medicines that they may be concerned about mm-hmm. for one reason or another? Sure. Uh, and I think the, the in my profession, uh, a lot of patients don't know what pain management is. They don't know why they're being sent to me, so they're not quite sure what to expect. Many patients do expect something to be done, mm-hmm. um, such as a, a prescription for something. They're not quite sure well, some, a- some are actually quite sure what they want. Mm. Some don't know what they want. They just want their pain to be relieved. So I feel my job is to figure out uh, how to diagnose what they have so I can find the most appropriate treatment, whether it be a type of a medication. And there are many other types of medicines, many other categories of medications besides narcotics that can be really helpful for a lot of patients' pain. Um, and there are other modalities that we have available to us that we can use to help pain that don't even involve um, involve any medications at all. I like to use like natural medications and herbs and that type of thing. Are any of those things alternative types of pain treatments? Well, there there are a lot of supplements out there, and I think unfortunately a lot of them haven't been properly evaluated by um, you know the federal. Uh, government. So unfortunately, patients get drawn in uh, to spend their money on things that that may not be very helpful for them. Um, But there are a lot of other classes of medications that um, can be used depending on what type of pain, because I don't think a lot of patients know that there are many types of pain that are out there. Um, There's pain from nerves, there's pain from muscles, there's pain after surgery. Each type of pain can be treated a different way. Hmm. Um, so we have anti-inflammatory medications that can be used for a lot of uh, different types of pain. Um, there are what we call neuropathic medications. If a patient does have a nerve pain, like a back pain, a sciatica type of pain, um, there's a whole different class of medicines that can be used for that. And a lot of patients don't even have to be on any types of narcotics to treat those types of pain. Uh, w- would there be like injections or something like that into a back, right? Ah, yes. <laughs> or, or into a knee. I hear people talking about, or even a hip. I guess if you've got it, I can inject it. Yeah. Um, what, that <laughs> what 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 are you injecting in there? Well, um, typically it's a, a type of a local anesthetic, like a novocaine and or a steroid medicine, a, a time release steroid. So, right. depending on where the patient has the pain, I can do different types of procedures. Um, whether it's in the the neck area or the back area, there are nerve blocks. There are things called facet blocks. There are muscle injections called trigger point injections. There are knee joint injections, lots of different types of uh, initial injection procedures with cortisone for the inflammation and lots of other more permanent uh, procedures that can be done after that as well. Oh, but Dr. Nacera, my pain is chronic. It's going to come back. How long does the injection work and does the pain always come back if it is if it's a chronic condition? Well, not necessarily. If we can get to the root of the problem, um, a lot of injections are done so um, the inflammation is decreased. For many patients, we never even see them back again. So I, I get so little job satisfaction because when they feel good, they don't come back to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, patients can get, some patients do get limited relief from the injection. Some patients don't get a whole lot of relief. So it's a wide spectrum. And the only way to find out is to be evaluated by a, a pain management physician to see what type of pain you have and how it could be treated. You know, one of the things, you know, I think to good health is to keep moving, keep the body moving Mm -hmm. and to keep exercising. Mm -hmm. But sometimes if I have some, some pain, I don't know whether or not to keep moving through that pain. Mm -hmm. I would imagine you can help patients figure it out whether or not this is pain that 
is, I, I don't know, leading to worse uh, issues or it's just something that they can work through right Uh, unfortunately chronic pain even though it hurts it's not something that for most people is damaging so Hmm. even though you're you may feel like you're hurting you're not getting any worse by continuing to move because the less you move around like you said you you can get deconditioned Um, you can feel worse actually if you don't move Um, and then when you do try to move after laying around for a while it's it's even worse oh yeah I know that's the case, and I would I would think that, you know, people oftentimes think that rest is the best thing. Yeah, and that's not the case. But moving yeah. around, you know, mm-hmm. whenever I get some type of injury, my mm-hmm. first stop is to go onto the internet and mm-hmm. the interwebs. Dr. Google. That's right, and I go to Dr. <laughs> Google, and right. I find out what to do, and I'm expecting Dr. Google to tell me, take it easy and go get some rest. No, and not the case. Usually, yeah. it's the opposite to... Mm-hmm move around a little bit, do your daily activities and, mm-hmm. and just see if I, you know, the, I guess the pain, if it's not a chronic pain mm-hmm. is going to eventually dissipate. Right. And, and I can always, uh, as a pain management provider, provide some direction to maybe go through a physical therapy program to individualize a, um, a home exercise program for you. If you're not sure what you can or cannot do, I would uh, be able to tailor that program for you. Are, are patients concerned about the types of narcotics that potentially are going to be prescribed uh, mm-hmm. and uh, interactions, uh, potential addiction issues that sometimes we hear about in the news. So. Yeah, definitely. I mean, because if you turn on the news every day, there's a different type of uh, story about a heroin addiction or something that started with pain medicines mm-hmm. after an injury or a surgery. So uh, many patients do have concerns, and that's why I try to uh, allay those concerns by telling them there are different types of treatments that can be used instead of narcotics. Um, unfortunately, with, with narcotics, there's, you know, a, a wide variety of um, uh, responses that patients have. Mm. And, you know, some patients will never have a problem with it, but some patients, even with one or two doses of a medicine that's used for a true issue, can lead uh, down a bad road. I, I would think, you know, maybe you have some ability to prescribe some of the over-the-counter things that people get, but maybe just a little bit stronger. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I love ibuprofen mm-hmm. as something that I utilize sometimes. I know it's not right for all of our listeners out there, I'm sure. Right. But it's something that I utilize just to stay active when I have a little bit of an issue. Mm-hmm. But that's something you can get over-the-counter. Are right. there? Can you get the same thing, just maybe a little bit more potent? Mm -hmm. You can. And uh, prescriptions can be written for other types of anti-inflammatories that are a little more potent, and that's why they're not available over the counter. Um, So that can be prescribed by a family doctor or by a pain management physician or an orthopedic, depending on what type of pain you do have. What are some of the interventional procedures used at the St. Mary Pain Management Center? Um, Well, I'm trained as an interventionalist, basically. So there are a lot of different types of injections that are done with the steroid that I mentioned before. Um, A lot of them are in the low back or Mm. the neck area, lumbar or or cervical. Um, Some go into the epidural space called epidural steroid injections. We do what are called facet nerve blocks. Um, There's a rhizotomy procedure or a more permanent radiofrequency procedure using heat in um, some areas to burn nerves. That's for some patients who um, it's appropriate for. Um, we also do more uh, what are called nerve blocks on different nerves um, in the arms or legs for knee pain. There are some nerve blocks that can be done. Um, 
lots of more uh, complicated things mm. called spinal cord stimulators for mm. some patients who haven't responded to other things. So um, I'm also an acupuncturist. So for patients who don't want to go down the route of steroids, there's um, different types of acupuncture treatments that can be available as well. So we have lots to offer. Well, that certainly is an alternative mm -hmm. way to approach pain management. I've heard mm -hmm. some acupuncturists will use that as uh, anesthesia. Have you ever... I've heard that, but I wouldn't try it. <laughs> as you know, an anesthesiologist, I wouldn't recommend I, it here. <laughs> I wouldn't try it as a patient. Right. <laughs> I've heard some patients Over in and China, practitioners have given that a go. And yeah. I've heard that no, worked out. <laughs> I'll stay away from it, though. <laughs> so uh, those interventional the injections or whatever, that I would think sometimes a, a patient feels immediately better. How, how soon after a treatment... And I guess it would vary depending on the treatment, mm -hmm. but typically how soon after they meet you, Dr. Nocera, mm -hmm. is a patient feeling no pain? Oh, boy. That's a, <laughs> a tall order. But uh, the steroid that we use for the specific injections mm -hmm. can take several days because it is time-released. So when it goes in, it can take several days, unfortunately. And I know the patient's been suffering for a long time, but we just need a few more days for them to bear with us to uh, get the full effects of the steroid. And these types of injections can be done as booster injections, too. So some patients may have heard of getting three injections in a series or two, or it depends on what type of injections they're getting. But it, it unfortunately, it can take several days for it to work, so it can stay in your body for a long time. And what about with a prescribed medication, mm -hmm. uh, even uh, even a, a strong narcotic? Is mm -hmm. that going to bring someone relief, uh, or does it, it vary so widely, right? I mean, yeah. it depends on how much... how how painful the pain is. It does, and it depends on the medication as well. I mean, there are a lot of different doses of medications and a lot of different types of narcotics out there. Some are more immediate release, say for pain after surgery, where you really need to have pain mm. relief quickly. Um, there are other medications that are more extended release or time-released oral medications for patients who have 24-7 chronic pain issues. So um, there are different ways that the medications work in your system so you can get different effects from them. So we talked a little bit about pain as you age. Mm -hmm. Should a person expect pain as they age or uh, should they use the same type of uh, protocols a young person would? If they feel pain for a, a certain period of time, it's eroding their quality of life. They're mm -hmm. not able to do the things that they want to do. Mm -hmm. Go find some someone to help you, maybe someone here at the St. Mary Pain Management Center. Definitely. I mean, it does just because you're having the pain and you're 80, 85, 90 mm -hmm. years old doesn't mean there isn't something that we can hopefully do to help you out. So it's a quality of life that we're looking for and improving relationships, improving function. So patients of any age should at least investigate and see what there is that might be out there to help them. Yeah, improving relationships. I think that's a, a big thing. Mm -hmm. I I would imagine that you hear people who have been in pain so long that maybe their relationships have suffered quite well, significantly because of their their attitude about well, life and it's, things. It's very true because unfortunately, you know, if, if you're living with someone like that, I've heard from patients that they only want to complain for so long because then people don't, don't listen to them right. anymore. So they're looking right. for somebody to really help them out so they can improve their relationships and their families. Well, it goes back to uh, the patient's excited to see Dr. Lisa Nocera <laughs> when they finally get here to the St. Mary Pain right. Management Center because sometimes their journey has been a long one. You mentioned acupuncture. Mm -hmm. What other treatments aside from medication can people use for 
to help relieve their chronic pain? Mm-hmm. Well, there's always a massage. There's, mm-hmm. like I said, physical therapy before can develop a great exercise program. A lot of patients do feel better when they're moving and um, doing different types of exercises. Um, we focus on mind-body skills uh, at the Wellness Center here at St. Mary's, where they can help you to kind of focus and, or, and refocus your mind to help with the pain, too. So there's lots of other things that are out there to, to be helpful. So uh, the Mind-Body Center, you'll, you'll send patients over there as part of their treatment, or that's just one of the things that you, you have at your disposal here at St. Mary Medical Center? It, it's at St. Mary Medical hmm. Center. That's correct. So um, some patients see psychologists as well outside of the hospital, or we do have some um, some of those to, to offer here as well. Wow, I, I love that because, yeah, I guess you can go there and they say mind over matter. Oh, mind's a very powerful medicine. <laughs> right. <laughs> very powerful tool. But it's tough to harness that, and so they can kind of help you to train mm-hmm. train you to... Right. I, I love that. Through biofeedback or cognitive uh, exercises, relaxation techniques, listening to music, um, muscle relaxation. There are different things that are out there. Well, chronic pain just seems like I I can't imagine how people deal. And so if folks are going through that situation, uh, really, there's help out there here at the St. Mary Pain Management Center and uh, continue to be your own best advocate and uh, work to find some solutions because there are solutions out there. There may be, hopefully. Uh, And if you want to find a doctor at St. Mary, you can call the physician referral line at 215-710-5888. And for more information, visit the website stmaryhealthcare.org. And thanks so much to Dr. Lisa Nocera for being with us here on the Healthline today talking about chronic pain. And it's kind of a, a common condition and there are things that we can do to help out, but we could be doing more. Yep, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen in the future in the world of pain management? Well, hopefully, we can um, develop some better means of of diagnosing pain hmm. and figuring out what type of pain people have. Yeah, and measuring the pain. Measuring the pain, right? It's been very difficult after all these years to really get a grasp on that. Are, exactly. are there any things that are that that you you're hearing about or anything? It just seems like that. It's all hush hush. Well. <laughs> If somebody has a breakthrough with that, right, that, right. that, is, that would be, uh, be pretty big time. That would be great. I would love to have that. Well, thanks, Dr. Nocera, for being with us. And great. thank you for listening to the St. Mary Healthline here on WBCB.